0: How you guys doing? This is the producer from Brothers Comics. Welcome to the Marvel Hacks Season 7, Issue 4, or Episode 4, depending upon how you look at it on the Marvel Hacks, as we are walking through the Jonathan Hickman X-Men reboot. Uh, it's all X-Men, baby. We're not doing any other books, no uh, DC books, none of that other stuff, as we try to get through this relaunch. Online tonight, I have the full compliment of Brothers Comics people. Now, you might hear me say that a lot, but sometimes it's really not that true. Online tonight, it's the Sandman. Sandman, say what's happening. Would you like people, what is going on tonight? Hey, man, welcome again. Recording on a Friday night because we're nerds and we have no lives
1: whatsoever. That that did not have to be put out there. (laughs) 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 Hey, no. Hey, no. Yeah, look at... Yeah, wait. So, we were
0: going to introduce him last, but since he jumped in on the line tonight, coming back to the podcast for the first time in a while, it's Big Hutch. Big Hutch, say what's happening. Hello, folks. Yes, welcome back, man. We uh, You've been greatly missed, absolutely, for sure. And also on the line tonight, is Brother Beavis. Brother Beavis, say what's happening.
2: Hey, y'all. Greetings from the back of the bus.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, way in the back there, Chief. Well, you got... It's a while till February before we allow you to uh, go first and do something like <laughs> that. <laughs> it's going to be a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so let us, let us live, man. All right, so yeah, so we almost recorded the other night because news just started breaking because of um, the news about Spider-Man, and we're going to get to that. And then we have to talk about stuff that opened up at D23 today as Marvel, Disney just starts dropping bombs like they kind of did at Comic-Con a few months ago. So we're going to kind of deal with that in an abbreviated version of Blurred Notes before we jump into Hickman's X-Men again. Um, By abbreviation, like 45
2: minutes instead of an hour? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, yeah,
0: exactly. Well, I'm not going to give you letters. I'm not going to fake do my sounder. I'm just going to jump into some of the topics that came out of it, and we'll kind of go around the room to see, kind of, I guess, judging levels of excitement, because some of us might be more excited for others some of those projects than the other one. I, I did talk about, before we started recording, like, I have no idea how Disney Hotch is going to stick to this six ninety nine price point, though. Like, how is this going to cost only six ninety
1: nine? dollars That's the introductory price. They yeah. don't include hamburgers and lodging and all the other stuff. It just gets you in the door. Yeah. Uh, I
0: think <laughs> Bo Davis, you said, or man, you said that, uh, that's the first uh, hit of Crack pipe is Free. Yeah, before right. they get you in there. <laughs> For yeah. week, so yeah, the first head free.
1: 30, again, that thirty day, or maybe that one week introductory trial for free, and then yeah, to put your uh, credit card in there for six ninety nine, and if you want it to be mm-hmm. faster, it's gonna be
3: ten ninety nine. Yeah. Or some. Wait a minute, they're gonna double glass that joint. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say, brother? Beavis?
2: say so once they get you sucking on that glass slipper, then it's all over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, but you've you got Pookie level,
0: and yeah. you Nino Brown level. <laughs> yeah, well, and also, too, it's twelve ninety nine if you want to join the thing with, like, ESPN and Hulu and all that. So oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, if it's Disney Plus Plus, like, if you want that one, then that's twelve ninety nine. dollars Like, oh, it's actually going to be on Hulu. It's a part of Disney Plus, but it's on Hulu, so you got to go with the $13 yeah. one as opposed to the $7 one. Like, so,
1: the EFP announces it will be dressed like Captain America and Spider-Man and shit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Damn it is. Yeah, oh, no. it, yeah. It, they're, they're, yeah. It's, I know. Yeah, I said before we started recording, it's got Pyramid Scheme written all over it somehow. Um, so, all right. <laughs> all right, so here we go. So, I guess some of the news that dropped today, um, then let's do the Star Wars thing first. They have this Mandalorian series that's coming out. That's going to be one of the first things that debuts when it opens in November um anybody got any interest in you know seeing the bounty hunter series uh kind of going around the room brother beavis any interest in that one
2: so only in that like um you know i had always heard like the clone wars was good and i never really watched it and then i did start watching rebels and it kind of sucked at first but it became really really good and i think um you know in some ways And and for a lot of people, like, the extended universe stuff is way more interesting than the actual mainstream movies. So um, I'm not uninterested, but I think the funnier thing is, to me, like, I was looking at a Disney Plus release notice, and it was, like, Marvel, Star Wars, dot, dot, dot. And the idea that Mm -hmm. Marvel has become the signature property over Star Wars was kind of striking. You know, they had this model where they kind of doled it out over time and um you know so those myths kind of that that's like a two-year hit you got to take like last jedi mm-hmm. is always on netflix or whatever and i'm like eh, i don't really want to watch that so so the anyway, <laughs> the whole point of that was like the, you know, the mandalorian could be good and, and actually could be better than the movies and and you know in that world where you have time to tell stories and stuff like that that could be cool but it's like i don't know when it starts i have not marked my calendar um if it sucks, you know, if I watch it, and it sucks. I definitely
0: will not stick to it. But you know, it could be fine. Yeah. Uh, Man, Any interest in the Mandalorians?
3: Yeah, I mean, um, initial interest at least. I mean, um, uh, I believe um, uh, Fat Baro is uh, directing the uh, Mandalorian hero, who there was a man that did Iron Man and uh, started the MCU proper. So um, I think um yeah. I I mean, I don't. I have passing interest in the, um, extended universe that, I mean, I guess the, the Star Wars extended universe that was Disney kind of disavowed and, uh, they wanted to, you know, use their canon, which now sucks, so I don't know if they're going to start to try to go back to it, but, uh, the um, yeah, I mean, I'm going to watch, uh, at least the first couple and see, uh, where it goes and stuff, um, uh, you know, good storytelling is good storytelling, if you, if you can, um, hook me, I'll come back, so, um, and if it sucks, I won't come back. So yeah, um, sure. I'll give it a shot. Out the door, definitely. Okay. Hutch, any interest in the Mandalorians? I'm gonna wait for other folks
1: to uh, observe it first. Yeah. And then I'll check in yeah.
0: later. Yeah, I'm not an extended universe Star Wars person that much. Um I just yeah, I I, I it, it, I don't think it seems like it would be interest. it yeah. just seems like it would be interesting to me, but then when I turn it on I'm just like Nah, you know, like I mean, if it's not really related to stuff that I can, I guess, on the movies, I just don't really pay that much attention to it. So, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm meh about that one. it plays
2: out more in the and If stuff. you listen to our Game of Thrones podcast, you know how books resonate with the crew, uh, which is yeah.
1: not
0: all that well. So, <laughs> nice, yeah. Uh, just saying, just saying. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. That's just me. Alright, um, so let's look at some of the series then that they had premiered, and that was really bit today. Uh, Moon Knight, Hutch, uh, one of your favorite side-angle side characters, uh, uh, Disney Plus Moon Knight series. Excited or no?
1: I can I do like Moon Knight, Mark Spector. Uh, Batman with multiple personalities. Uh, well, at least that's how he started off. I don't know how this was going to work
3: let mm. try. I'll try it, sure. Why not? Batman, <laughs> Moon Knight. Yeah, I'm gonna watch MCU Batman and see where it goes. I mean, it, uh, Moon Knight is a uh, kind of an unusual character. He's almost got like a kind of a cla- uh, uh status on the internet for some reason. You always see, at least I do. I see memes with him, uh, jokes and stuff with him all the time and stuff. So like, people seem to like. Really follow him for some reason, and this thing's kind of been right under the surface for a while that they were thinking about doing something, and with Moon, uh, Moon Knight and uh, fans, uh, they had fan support behind them, from what I understand. So, um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm curious, I'm very curious about it. he mm-hmm. well, seems like the perfect Netflix, which they're not on Netflix anymore.
0: Character that have their own streaming service, Moon Knight.
2: Yeah, I'm definitely somebody who is more appropriate for something episodic. Um, he's the character that I was into in my sort of second iteration of formidable, formative comic years, um, I, but to be honest, I've tried to read him in latter days, and the struggle is real, y'all. That, that book <laughs> is <laughs> convoluted at best, uh, like completely yeah. stupid. It
1: was struggle back in the 80s. Yeah.
2: Wow. Writing
1: so, matters.
0: It's uh, well, but you, it becomes a character like Ghost Rider where the design is so good mm, yeah. that you're like, oh, yeah, I get pulled into it, and then you start to read it and you're like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah. I don't think multiple. He, yeah.
1: He's a, he's a millionaire
3: at one time. He's a cabbie. He's Yeah. I'm sure they're yeah, going to try to tone that down a bit. Time. I mean, yeah, like, you're
2: absolutely right. Like, when the Ghost Fighter movies came out, I was like, oh, it's going to be great. Look at all this. And then, then after I got into it, I was like, maybe I only really did like the design. Um, so, Moon Knight is definitely a character with <laughs> great design. But I think there is some substance there. Um, yeah. So, I, I'm more interested in that than I am the Mandalorian. I'll, I'll rank it above yeah, the Mandalorian. For either.
0: sure. I, I would right. give you that, too. All right. Um, next up, uh, Miss Marvel. Uh, this is the relaunch of the uh, kind of inhuman character um, that, I guess this is probably within the last five to seven years, uh, where she has really essentially Elastic Girl powers. Uh, she can grow, she can stretch and do all that. I think she's Indian, uh, so she's multicultural in that regard. I'm going to go first here. I have zero interest in seeing this. Uh, I, I like the comic book character, but I don't really think that... Maybe because it doesn't have the weight of being around long enough, I have zero interest in seeing the TV show. Hot uh, Miss Marvel. <laughs>
3: Damn. Okay, tell me how you really feel. Uh, Sandman. Um, I have a feeling this is not going to be written for me, and so I'm going to be kind of half-half at best. But um, I will initially, like like the rest of them, see, like, what it is and where it's going. Make the decision then. Brother Beaver?
2: So I think the – I've read uh, some of the – I read the graphic novel versions of, like, her initial run. I think the inhuman connection is a bit cumbersome. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the reason, one of the reasons I got into it was I was, like, trying to figure out if it was a book I could put my daughter on. It. And it's, mm-hmm. it's a little – like, the book is at least a little tween. But by the same note, like her role, like her, the way she's portrayed in the cartoons is, is really, I don't like that at all. She's the fangirl and all that. And there are mm-hmm. elements of that in her book. Um, but the comic, like the cartoon, and Adventures Assemble is garbage anyway. But her, her role little reach. Is, is like, yeah. it's a little too much for me. So, you know, this would be another thing that I would look for that, um, I mean, she herself is a good character in, in a lot of, music. I mean, her evolution into becoming a superhero or superhero and part of her culture and her faith that is a is compelling story that, that's worth being told. But um, mm. the, the way they've used her at times, I, I, I struggle with. So it, it, it's definitely one that I won't be aware of, and, uh, and I do want to see how it turns out.
0: In the comics, you know, uh, she's like the leader of the champions or whatever, and, you know, if that's a, if that's a tool to tell champion stories even though I'm not altogether that great, but if that's a tool to tear those stories for like younger audiences and readers or watchers, then I could totally see that, You know, like a, almost a Teen Titans version, I guess, for them, for Marvel. But if it's in mm-hmm. a solo series for her, I, I, I don't really have a real interest in that.
2: So w- yeah. I, before we go forward, I have some breaking news that's buried in, in the news that uh, you guys did not point this out to me. So I was just clicking on the links from the announcement of these shows that we're going to talk about, and there's a blurb on Wandavision. Y'all didn't tell me that hmm. Kat Dennings is going to be in Wandavision.
0: Oh, I don't think that I heard that.
3: I saw that in passing, but it didn't really mean much to me. <laughs> oh. so I mean, you know, so, so
2: if we go if we go back to that episode where we ranked our interest in all the shows that are coming out, I would like to move WandaVision to the top of my interest Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, 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 uh. (laughs)
0: level. Duly noted. I'm going to put that in the ledger. Uh, That's the case. Yeah. Nice. (laughs) Okay. Uh, The next show up is She-Hulk. Uh, uh, a She-Hulk series on Disney Plus. Uh, there's been rumors that she was going to be in every single Marvel movie ever made, really since Phase <laughs> Two. <started. laughs> so like and you kind of saw this coming eventually. So um, She-Hulk. I'm um, gonna throw it back to you, Hutch, as, uh, as to go first here. I, I think also one of your favorite characters since she when she made her replacement in the Fantastic Four. Uh, I don't know. That might be a
1: spruce. However, for some reason, I do like She-Hulk. Um, what, uh, yeah, I'll, uh, damn, a lawyer by day or, and then a green, gigantic woman by night or whatever. Mm. Um, why not? I I like Hulk. I like people getting beat up, so sure, go for it.
0: <laughs> the casting here was probably the most important part, Brother Beef. It's like, You know, uh, whoever they cast needs to be able to play literally both roles. I can't imagine they're going to go CGI Hulk because it's going to be too damn expensive. So, or then again, they make billions of dollars on movies. So maybe they can do whatever the hell they want. But what I'm saying is is that the casting is probably pretty important. I
2: I would agree. And I think that all you have to do is look at Hulk and figure out that that was not great until they found the right person. And I, I think yeah. that in, that's another case of Larry. If you, if you thought about it or tried to, <coughs> try to stunt cast it in advance, you might not have ended up yeah. on Ruffalo. But after you yeah. see it, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I get it. So I, mm-hmm. absolutely, it's got to be a good character. And I think the, the bigger question is like, you know, the, the famous run is the Burn Era. And if you go back and read some of that, there's a lot in there that's problematic. uh, this this, this for me is probably a wait and see Um, because almost in a sense it feels like it could cover some of the maybe less seedier ground that Jessica Jones covered but uh, Mm -hmm. we'll see how it goes
1: yeah Yeah. Yeah, who's going to be your side angle things what other heroes will show up in there who who are villains going to be who's going to fight
3: right
0: uh, to crowd all her villains yeah she i mean, and that's a that's a good thing too, like yeah, who are you know what's a road gallery for her, you know, or is she fighting the legal system and is she daredevil you know what I mean, like is she mm-hmm. going up and beating up people at night as opposed- you know that you know that she loses court cases too, you know, i mean that's it's it's an interesting relaunch. I would imagine that they have to tie Ruffalo into this somehow because you got to be able to get her yeah, green, yeah. That's why she's getting green. So,
1: right. um, yeah,
0: all the, you know, the, the thing to mean, probably. She's be,
1: uh, yeah, she'll be probably fighting people who exploit women, and mm-hmm. you know, some um, big gigantic brothers from China or something. I, well, yeah, I, I, yeah, whatever.
0: Yeah. It seems like the the part that excites me most about this property is the interconnectedness of to the MCU. And I think that mm-hmm. gives them a it, it's able to go a long way for them. And again, we talked about before, is like, you know, obviously money is not an issue that they're able to make all these series and they're not, you know, it's probably not gonna be, you know, A B C um C G I graphics really? or whatever. Like it's gonna you know, they're, if they're putting the money into it, it's probably gonna be in their good. It's not gonna be, you know, um, than humans, you know, types of special effects or whatever. So I think, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's, a it good,
1: it. it's a good time to be an actor that's got some muscles or some decent acting ability. Yeah. If you got you know, a mm-hmm. contract with Bill oh, and your Marvel, uh, you're, you're at in my
2: any point. anyone says the word Ronda Rousey in the development of this, I'm out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm out
1: too. Yeah, I agree. That's the no,
3: huge. No, uh you might be out because
1: Yeah. I, I think she might be Yeah. Somebody I would say might be in this
3: thing. Uh yeah, huh. Yeah. The, I, I hope they're a little smarter than that. Jesus. Yeah, I was hoping yeah. that they don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope not. Yeah. You.
0: But yeah, There's
1: so I think mean, fans of <laughs> of superheroes.
0: Yeah, I mean, mm. I mean, I'm probably interested in that one, probably above all the other ones, the most, and of the ones we're talking about now, not obviously the ones that they had already announced. But um, yeah, I'm I'm interested in that one. All right, so that's the ones that they announced today. I would imagine we'll get more D23 stuff. That I did see. I think I, I don't know if I sent it to you I put it on the Facebook page about they're opening up a Avengers campus or Avengers Island or something on the Disney parks. Uh, like in a couple of years as well. I don't know how much more than money they could charge to get in the freaking Disney World at this point, man. I mean, it's well man. over $115 or $20 at this point for a one-day pass. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's yeah, become it's elitism almost to be able to get in the park, and um, <laughs> that's not going to change anytime soon. Uh, so i going to go up before not. it does anything else. Mm-hmm. All right. So the other note that came out that really almost... Started the emergency blurred note. I chose, you, know, I had my own <laughs> founder for the emergency. Man, I was ready, man, because we, we had you know been skipping blurred notes or whatever uh, to kind of get through these Hickman books. Uh, it's the Spider-Man Sony Marvel discussion. The backstory is is that, and uh, before we get too far into this, uh, this is basically just public negotiations on both of their parts trying to you know curry favor on one side. It's just that Sony underplayed their hand Im- uh, immensely not understanding and knowing how much people were like, y'all do not know what the hell you're doing with Spider-Man. So the basic story is that (laughs) Marvel wanted more of a a share in the profit part of this. Sony didn't want to give it up, and so Sony's like, all right, that's fine. You know, Spider-Man's out of the MCU. You know, we got this on our own, Uh, which set off just an absolute fury of Internet and, you know, off-Internet fears. Of a Spider-Man three and an Amazing Spider-Man one and two, so Hutch, you're the originator of damn Disney. Are you okay, or would you be okay with Spider-Man being back in the hands of Sony? No, I'm
1: not a big fan of it. Spider-Man needs to be a part of the MCU. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, yeah, if he's outside of it, I mean yeah i I'm not a fan of
0: him just him and hammering him his folks being in uh, in an outside bubble mhm mm-hmm. and you are uh you are our, uh hey no this mm-hmm. is the the contract that was signed uh, person like i mean you kind of know more a lot of the inner workings and behind the scenes kind of stuff on that part of it i I mm-hmm. know you don't want spider man back with sony so what are your kind of takes on when you heard it originally <sighs>
3: well, i mean the, the it, it seems like every day there's another story that comes out that, you know, uh, well, no, they wanted this much instead of this much. Like initially when it came out, they were saying that Disney wanted 50% of the cut of like everything Spider-Man related that Sony was doing. And I didn't really believe that at first. I was like, that sounds kind of crazy. And uh, so now there's coming out that it was really 25% or or less or something. So this is going to keep happening back and forth in the press. And um, and no, I don't think Sony should um, take Spider-Man back to itself because they, they, I can tell you exactly what they're going to do. I mean, they're already trying to do it now. You need eight movies a year of mediocre to bad Spider-Man related content <laughs> and villains. Aunt May going to have her spy movies. She's going to have I don't know if Spider-Man's I ever had a dog it. or something. You're going to have Spider Dog, Spider Gwen. Every mofo in the in the Spider-Man little pocket universe is going to have a movie or some kind of crappy event. Carnage. And get yeah, Carnage. Oh Jesus, don't give them any more ideas. And yeah, that's coming. There, there's already rumors that uh, Spider-Man's going to be in Venom two, and then a Carnage movie. And man, mm-hmm. Sony is a mess. Sony's a an epic mess. Like, they just, should, just remember
1: they that. They just made a movie with the main villain, wasn't it, Mysterio
0: and what, Hydro Man? Well, well, not really, but, yeah, Mysterio <laughs> was the main villain, but, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I, I
1: yeah. mean, when well, you get of Mysterio as your main villain, you didn't hit Rock Robin, brother. Hey, hey, hey hold up, hold
0: up, hold up. <laughs> this is a no, this is a mysterio slander podcast. Thank <laughs> you, <better wait> for <laughs> <now>. <laughs>
1: Mysterio says,
0: don't you? <laughs> Oh, Damn. God. My God. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know how you remember back when we did do our Spider Man Rogue uh, podcast, and I was like, Mysterio is one of my favorites, and I got laughed off the podcast. No. Just you, saying right <laughs>
1: you, you also played me the Secret Wars, too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I had him, what? what? What were you, you added
2: to your Secret Wars team? That was what started. Yeah, oh.
1: Secret Wars was the oh, breaker right there,
0: oh, okay. brother. That was the breaker. <laughs> that's right. I tried to be different, all, man. It's, you guys that. did not take a chance against the
2: mutant team I put together. You know what I mean mm. right? You, Big <laughs> Hutch got his vanilla, vanilla Avengers team with all the all the everybody you already know. Uh, the producer had. Mysterio on his team, that's
1: all you need to know. Mysterio, like mm.
0: all
1: right, hey, I Randy Mulkey you. on the
0: team. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, uh, Randy WC Mulkey WC had Randy, Randy Mulkey just starred in a billion dollar movie, sir. Uh so we'll leave it at that. <laughs> God. Uh,
1: yeah, he was a star.
0: Um, I, I just yeah but right, so Brother Beavis, uh, where, where do you fall in this whole situation
2: you know I I think Sandman said like it, as much as needs to be said um, <laughs> but I mean it's like I, I feel like the success that they've had with their movies is totally derivative it's just because like comic book movies are hot or whatever they've not done anything else other than that other than I guess Into the Spider-Verse that's a Sony product as well <laughs> But I guess yeah. I, I yeah. get the sense that, that comes from a completely different part of the company that's probably getting yeah. everything thrown at them at this point. So
3: That's yeah. Lord and Miller. That, that's less yeah. Sony but more than Lord and Miller. Yeah. So And the, and, and that know. was
0: yeah, and, and that's what some people was like, Oh, you know, Benji the Spider Verse was like the best movie, you know, Spider Man movie or maybe best movie, whatever all the time. I'm like I think that's uh, an anomaly. And also, I think yeah. it's easier to tell an animated story than it is to tell a, a live-action right. story because you're not yeah, bound with, to... Good luck
2: making live-action into the Spider-Verse.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah exactly. exactly. It won't even make any sense. And so I think that, you know, it just makes sense altogether. Like, I think Sony overplayed their card. It was like, oh, y'all need us more than we need you. And Disney was like, this mm-hmm. deuces. Because, I mean, again, if you remember... If you remember, Spider-Man was a late add-on to Civil War. It was They were going to tell that whole story without him, and they could have, and it wouldn't have pr- changed much of that story at all. Yeah, it was a late addition to that movie, and, you know, that story, that whole story doesn't change anything without that. And really, you know, if you think about it, if he doesn't belong in it, that story doesn't really change all the way through freaking Endgame. It really doesn't. You know, I mean, the, the emotional piece with Tony and... and and Peter, yeah, I guess, but it wasn't needed.
1: Needed? It was necessary.
0: Yeah, yeah. so. Yeah. Uh, just, yeah. 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 Now, Sony, Sony got <laughs> bitched off. They they was like, man, we can do this. And I don't, man, I wouldn't trust Sony with Spider Man at all. And any ancillary no. properties that you see are terrible. Hush, did you ever see Venom? Oh. Yeah, it's bad. You ain't no man. I can't believe it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you ever
1: see Venom?
2: No, I will keep it real. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Noted. So yeah, it,
0: it <laughs> wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't good. Uh, I can just. Yeah, it was. Oh, I'm not a big right. Tom fan yeah. either, and they talked him up and.
1: Yeah, yeah. that, was that,
0: was that I had, yeah. yeah, I mean. It, it has so many issues. and it, I mean, more than anything, it doesn't know what it is. Like, is this like a movie for kids? Is it like a movie for adults? And, like, you know, like what, kind of horror elements to it. Like, it just doesn't know what it is. And it's all over the place. It's just a mess. Um, but it's great power yeah, I, I, it's
2: great responsibility.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that, was <laughs> my, the that was my thing, Uncle Ben mashup. Sorry. There you go. Very good. I liked it. There you go. Well, I tell you what. If Sony has property, that property back,
1: guaranteed
0: Uncle Ben is ready to get killed again because
1: <laughs> oh my, that's, that's all
0: they got, man. That's, that's all
1: sony going to Uncle Ben needs to get superpowers and make a mm-hmm. difference at this point. Yeah, yeah you that's Kevin all to play
2: yeah.
0: Uncle Ben Yeah. That, for, that <laughs> for <whatever>. Grandpa, <laughs> <It> works for <laughs> Superman very well. Yeah, he should go and you know, Kevin Crossman should go and die in every tragic superhero movie. Person, he could be Uncle Ben, he could be uh, the nigga from Gotham. Uh, he could just go and die. He already was Superman, Like, he should just go and die in everybody's movie. Great.
2: Tony's so gonna uh, rename uh, Aunt May to Martha just just for good measure. Yeah. Oh God, <laughs> nah, why not, dude? Yeah, why not?
1: God. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Uh, I saw something today that somebody was like, oh, you know, if Spider-Man goes back to Sony, they should hire Zack Snyder to direct it. And I was like, you know what, I'm saying, oh. oh. nobody. <laughs> oh, jeez <laughs> oh. oh, I <laughs> never <laughs> said that. Jeez. Yeah, oh,
1: that Zach that's a
2: different kind of Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: right. And more suicide Suicide Packs. so oh. oh, yeah, that's just nuts. All right. All right, so did I miss anything from D23 that, I mean, if today was Friday, they haven't even really dropped all their juicy stuff. Yeah, I think there was, the was
1: a... Super uh, stuff coming out tonight. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: Stuff. yeah. And I think there was a teaser yeah. for um, Rise of the Skywalkers or whatever, which I have, not to say I don't have an interest in, but my hype level for it is very, very low at this um, point in time. Oh, uh, um, yeah. Now, yeah. Yeah. Now, now, that show with the, with uh, Black Falcon and
1: Winter Soldier, that's still going to happen?
0: Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah, was yeah. a white
1: was a falcon. falcon. was a falcon. a falcon. <laughs> what? What? Uh-uh. falcon. <laughs> a falcon. falcon. He was a falcon. He <laughs> <Red laughs> falcon. <Red> he <laughs> in falcon. 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 falcon uh, <laughs>
0: Blue Falcon. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, those shows. Yeah. I, I think the biggest issue with those shows is that you don't really know when they're coming out because it ain't November. Like those are going to get rolled out. I think mm. sometime into twenty twenty. Like One Division and all that stuff. Yeah. I think is later in the mm. rollout. Um, It'll be fifty yeah. dollars. That means they're five filming five
1: them five now, though, right? You think?
0: Uh, yeah, I would think that they're filming them now. I would think they're filming them oh, yeah,
1: now and yeah, yeah, yeah. they're getting probably getting tested by. Marvel
0: zombies. Yeah. Well I saw that each I think those series all are gonna only be like six to eight episodes long and they're not gonna make the um the Netflix. Well no, yeah, that's the next no, They didn't yeah. make the Netflix problem of making them thirteen episodes, which were just that's way
3: great. too long. Yeah, that was a that, that was that yeah. Netflix bullshit. No, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what yeah, we all kept, kept saying.
0: It was like, man, like at, like eight to ten episodes, that's enough. Like those extra three episodes of all of those shows. Every, even the good ones, even freaking Daredevil. Those extra shows were a little bit long, and um, well, it didn't help the situation.
2: Well, plus they don't have to do any origin stuff.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. the background. Yeah. That, I mean, they know what they're doing. I mean, it's damn Disney, you know. And, again, that six ninety nine price point, that, that, that's an introductory offer. You're only going to get, like, part of it, like Hutch said. You're only going to get a little bit. They're going to force you to get Hulu and all the additional add-ons, like Xfinity um, and Comcast. So they're going to force you to get all that other crap. Um uh, damn! Yep. Nope. <laughs> damn. <laughs> <Disney>. All right. <laughs> okay. So that was blurred notes. Um. Yeah, about a half hour, brother Beaver. So that for us, that's actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's, down get, down. yeah let's get into. And we only got one book, so we won't be like two hours podcasting. Let's get into these books. It's Powers of X Three. Uh, Jonathan Hickman and what R B Silva um is writing this or drawing this one. Uh, now Hutch, you are. Coming back in, you said that you read all of these. Your initial text was, I read, to quote, I read that shit. shit. Uh, now, that could be interpreted <laughs> in uh, many ways. So, kind of, bef- not not necessarily just Powers of X3, kind of, what is your initial take on the, the Hickman relaunch here? It's kind of interesting. It's thrown together,
1: like, four or five different things. Making Moria mcTaggart uh Groundhog mm-hmm. Days is interesting I guess mm-hmm. yeah, and or oblivion, I guess maybe whatever she's coming back and and she tries try to out with different folks to to try to make you better or, or survive and for a lot uh, lots of them she's uh, losing mm-hmm. um, it's it's a little interesting, uh red nightcrawler, blue. Nightcrawler or...
2: Colossus, Nightcrawler. Yeah,
1: whatever. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, Mr. Senator's involved. I mean, Thorne and I mean, all these characters that you I mean, it just was off the map for a long time, all of a sudden popping up. Uh, you kind of cheer for a Apocalypse
3: kind of. mm-hmm. yeah, times.
1: I mean, it's all, it's all over the place and there's future times and uh
0: Our our initial take on it, uh, it this relaunch has been ambitious, uh, I think was the word that really? we've been using. <laughs> and more than anything, it's completely different. I mean, Hutch, you've been in and out of this. Like since we've been doing the Marvel hacks or the Thursday night comic book show or whatever the hell we've been calling it, like it, it, it we've we've gone through I think four different relaunches of the X Men. And mm-hmm. you know they just can't. You know they just can't figure it out. Blue and gold. Uh, whatever this one that was just that just relaunched before this one. I mean, it's just been uh, the lost years, possibly, as we discovered last week that that might have been a jab at the last ten years of X books. Can you remember Hutchin X Men series books or whatever that you read that you were like, oh, you know, I'm I'm down with this. Like, what was the last one?
1: What. <laughs> it's, yeah. been a, it's been it's been a good 20 so years been, I would say and he's yeah, he, yeah. I, and I mean maybe the sheesh one of my thinking about I remember uh, Inferno maybe or X-Men versus <laughs> <Wow>. Avengers <laughs> um, yeah I've been out I've been out of the out.
2: yeah the
1: it's Ultimate X-Men I just I,
2: I, I just
0: found a of gotta give him at least like Asian Apocalypse. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's twenty that's years, 15 years ago years 20, we
1: had, right?
0: No, that's twenty plus years ago itself. Um, right. Yeah. Um, I I said on the, the last podcast that when uh, was it astonishing X Men when Josh Whedon was writing the book when they brought Colossus back, like I thought those books yeah. were pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. But. Since then, it's been really in and out. Where they've had some, you know, minor runs here and there. When they brought back the uh, the old team into the new timeline, I thought those books were interesting mm-hmm. at first, and then that got like old. Um, but yeah, it's been a minute. So I, yeah, so I
1: seen some. Jordan I was part of team there for a second. Was, was yeah, that real life of the ultimate shit. No, that was real life, and that just
0: ended the right. run yeah, of books that started that this that relaunch. Head. Yeah,
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I mean, the White Queen was popular, Cyclops went rogue, and, uh, Professor right. X was, it,
2: was, was considered an evil bastard and he left his place and,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, I've, I've been on the periphery, we'll call it yeah. that. Well, I don't do you think you can, you can blame anybody for going rogue. Let's see what yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah, I Yeah. Uh, to boom, boom, boom. Yeah, 50 waiters <laughs> and your waitresses. He'll be here the whole yeah. podcast. Um, all right, so Powers of X3, uh, this book continuing from the last issue and from our last episode as well. But what is different, Brother Beavis, is that this one stays in one era. Uh, it doesn't jump around from year one to year 10 or year 100 and 1,000. We stay in year 100. Uh, yeah, the other thing that was talk-
2: different is, like, it came out. I was like, did I miss the book? It was like they skipped the order, even though they've had the mm-hmm. roster in, like, every single issue. I was still surprised Mm -hmm. that Power of X number 3 came out before House of X number 2 and had to do a bunch of internet research to make sure I hadn't got screwed over by Marvel in some way.
0: Yeah, you went crazy. (laughs) Yeah,
2: (laughs) right. Your
0: your initial review before we get into it is like this book actually made sense as opposed to a couple of the other ones which were, you know, very complicated reads.
2: Right, and I think that, you know, they had definitely given us less of the X2 era 100 years into the future, and they gave us, like, the media stuff in the last issue and it still didn't make any sense because it tied in the phalanx. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, they had introduced the characters that were involved, and they kind of laid out their, their storyline, and a lot of that storyline plays out. And, and we kind of, we we think we now kind of see what the point of this part of the story is. And, uh, I, again, I appreciate, as we'll get into it, like, the way they give information to you isn't like having to do the roll call in the book for people to call each other by name to figure out what's going on. We have this sort of encyclopedia that runs parallel to the story that fills us in on on the parts of it that don't really fit into the narrative. So I, I think the structure is still good. I think the focus is welcome. And I think it pays off some of the mystery of, like, some of the previous episodes where the text, 2 didn't make any, any sense at all.
0: Right, yeah, you're you you
2: you're mm-hmm. unfolding, the, you know, you're reading the chapter of the book
0: and it's actually making sense. Yeah, my initial thought was like, man, this was kind of filler. And then when I went back to read it to do the notes for the show, it made more sense the second time through. So let's jump into it. Uh, we're at the Church of the Ascendancy uh, at the Temple of Concordance, and all humans are slaves. And then you have this dude talking. Does anybody know who this dude in purple is? Because he looks familiar, but I can't put a name to it that's talking. He's preaching against humanity uh and reject your humanity and all the people that's talking about you you can be good humans you just need to reject that all your human shit does anybody know who this purple fella is
2: i, mean, no I don't idiot.
0: think he has any identity okay so no, about... yeah so yeah. So his his basic uh, point is this: is like all of your human flaws, everything belongs to the great machines, and you know, and, you know, we can yeah. show you change and evolution, and they sacrifice a baby to. Is that looks is that Doug Lock? Is that the phalanx? Has anybody got a uh, what is that?
2: So okay. I think I mean this is like they're they I think this is teasing techno organic, and I don't know exactly mm-hmm. how it ties it. in. War, yeah, and yeah, yeah, exactly like like Warlock
1: and all that stuff. Uh,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Megan's a Warlock, folks. Well, yeah, he, he's gonna come back around here in a second. I think the interesting um, part but, of
2: this is they've given us in here is like, you know, it always ends up the end game is just um, mutants versus machine, and so clearly the you know humans embrace the machines as a weapon, and then they just they're generally written out of the story. And I think we get more of the fate of humanity in the story than we really ever got and any of these other future stories. And, and obviously it didn't go well because it got left out of the record. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's one way of putting it. Yeah, it didn't go well. Hello, human slaves.
1: <laughs>
0: um, I, I, I texted you at one point in time in this about a lot of this felt very much like the Matrix. Did you still get that sense from reading this? I
1: did get some Matrix-y feelings. I got some, I mean, it also feels like some of the, um, damn, the shit's full. Uh, damn, I had all those things for right now. But, you know, the, some of the, it, it went to, it went to several different, you know, staple stuff. Time of Future Past, Matrix, it went, I mean, that little scene right there with the baby changing kind of was from, uh, damn, what's the yeah. Game of Thrones shit kind of with the, I mean, so it's got all kind of that kind of stuff working in there. A lot of them, the horse, the of Apocalypse, it's proof of all familiar stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we'll get to that here in a second. And uh, while that's going on, there's a boom at the church, and it's Apocalypse's strike team, and we'll get to who are, who's on this team, whatever, but it's Magneto, Zorn, Rasputin, and Cardinal eventually. And then what it, maybe Magneto... Well, and we've been talking about that on the previous yeah. podcast, too, is that, you know, we think it might be Colaris because of the greenness. Because um, right. he, it's she it's
1: never talks. I well, don't think he got It is? Mm. His name North?
2: He was, he's dubbed a Dane slash Frost uh, hybrid. Oh, so Dane would imply okay. Lord right. Dane. Emma
0: Frost. Mm. Oh, okay. that's right, yeah.
3: That's okay. I did read that uh
0: yeah, okay. and I yeah, I probably didn't get, and that's what I was gonna say, like in those little in between pages that has everything to it, I mean, hey man, look, um, it's hard for me to be reading on them little tiny words sometimes, so it, i gotta <laughs> like really drill down or whatever you know to read those types of things, so yeah, so
2: Dane. Yeah. Paul, so this, yeah, this is, so this didn't hit me like it, the it's not necessarily a coincidence that there's four people in the story. These are the four horsemen. So we have mm-hmm. Apocalypse,
1: there you go. War,
2: yeah. Zorn is death, mm-hmm. pestilence, his name is North, and he's the Dane Frost, mm-hmm. mutant second generation and then famine. Is Quirkoa and Cypher, which I think we touched on Cypher. earlier. So Yes, you called that, that. That yeah. plays out from the first episode where he was like bonding with the island and making up languages and shit. They mm-hmm. they smashed. I think we all know that. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Doug Locke don't care.
0: <laughs> Doug Locke don't care. Man, he'll fuck he's like him. I already smashed
2: right. a techno techno organic being. I might as well smash a living island too. I don't give a fuck.
0: Yeah. Who cares? Like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so those are the surviving soul mutants, and so these are the only mutants that are left that would give me that pause, right? And we lost Claire and Percival on the attack on the island, or whatever they were trying to get the, the freaking flash drive or whatever that they stole from there. So these are the only mutants that are left. Is my mm-hmm. interpretation of this?
2: Um, well, there's a, there are two other there are two other settlements, but these are the only ones that are left on asteroid K or whatever.
0: So there's a Shi'ar yeah. settlement and then something else. Okay. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, again, this is, I mean, this is, it's broad stuff here, like, I man. There's uh, a whole lot going
3: on, you know? Yeah, there's a lot of information going on here. I kind of had to go back and almost reread some of the other uh, issues before this, previous, previous issues, to kind of remember what was going on, because there's so much going on in your, Shifting times and um, time, um, not timelines, but time periods and stuff. I mean, we stay in this one, and frankly, they needed it because, you know, they were kind of in and out so much, you didn't really even know what was going on. Well, at least they're trying to kind of explain what's going on in this time period now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think we even mentioned Nimrod, who was uh, basically the god, or the, the, the machines are gods to these people. They're slaves. And, um, yeah, Nimrod could... And he could give a fuck about him <laughs> the, yeah. the way he was. doing he he was frozen, you anybody. Know. He, he's yeah, yeah. He don't even. He doesn't, he doesn't, he mean, he doesn't good talk about nothing. He's, he's all powerful and he's and, an asshole. And yeah,
0: yeah. 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 And and the, well, we'll get to one of them around a second. And then the other reveal there was mother, you know, and they had somebody there. But I think we kind of know who that is, or maybe I'm wrong. But we'll get to it at the end or whatever. So back at the temple. Uh, Nimrod doesn't care that the church is on fire. His, what's that lady sentinel's name or whatever? Do we have a name for that one? Mm -hmm. we got it. I don't know what her name
3: was.
1: Yeah, Red Face.
0: Yeah. She's there. Nimrod is completely unconcerned about that. He's kind of trying to fix whatever that they stole. He's trying to hide and fix whatever the mutants stole in the previous issue on that flash drive. And, uh, she's like, well, you know, I think we should deal with that. He's like, I don't care. I don't care what they're doing. It doesn't really matter to me. She's like, well, I care very much so. And so she dispatches out there to kind of deal with the mutants on that end. Um, You know, we we talked about Nimrod on a previous podcast, and not necessarily this one, that – previous versions of it was really just like oh i am a robot i am Nimrod." blah 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 blah. blah. And it was really nothing to the character other than the design that made it kind of cool well, but he they...
1: can adapt and whoop ass once he yeah you
0: but what they fleshed the character out here in these like six issues or whatever that we're through at this point that they've given it somewhat of a personality or maybe not a personality it's given him much more of a purpose brother Beavis that it's it, It seems like a more rounded character at this point as opposed to, you know, hey, I'm a big robot, hit me hard and destroy me, and then that's the end of it.
2: Right, I mean, he has all these character traits where, like, he, you know, he expresses remorse and wonder and rage and these sorts of things. So he's, you know, I think prior to this point, the most compelling Nimrod story was the fact that we got, like, Rogue simultaneously absorbing the entire powers of the team uh, and then Mm -hmm. getting in his ass. Um, but yeah, no, they've, they've, they've shown, this is like the ultimate evolution of, of Nimrod and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they've, they've kind of come down to, under, I mean, it seems like the setup is they've come to understand that they cannot defeat him if he exists. And so mm-hmm. can we stop him from existing? But at the same time, yeah. they said in the past, it's inevitable. So,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. so
2: what do we do? Yeah. Uh,
0: eventually the machines are going, yeah, the machines are going to eventually get to this point. I mean, we can, we keep coming back to that. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, 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 I was kind of reading this over and I was just like, man, you know, Nimrod is great in this, like, you know, as a character, they've actually done something with a character that I never really cared about before, uh, that actually made him more, dare I say, human.
1: They, they, they made him, they made him, a, a at least
0: a 4 and fatty at this point. Maybe yeah. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> you <do conjecture laughs> for US title. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he wow. moved off on the TV championship straight to the U.S. contender. Kareem.
2: Um, Kareem. Uh, hold is up.
0: Right, thank you. What's his Marvel card looking like, y'all? Like Nimrod fighting on what? Nimrod's tough as hell. Yeah, he's fighting on he's a what? A, fighting on Amazing, Man, probably? He got at amazing. least Amazing. I think, I think he had at least
3: Marvel. This version three. of Nimrod? <laughs> With the original version. Well, not this baby. version.
0: Like, oh, you yeah. know, the Marvel card version. he got to be... Uh, oh, yeah, he's
1: really
3: amazing.
0: He's 200 points. Yeah, he, yeah, that, he was probably was pretty tough on that game, too. I was kind of thinking.
1: Yeah, I, um, think, I think he was PF, too.
0: Okay. Well, I know Brother Beavis is looking this up. <laughs> I'm yelling <laughs> <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> uh, so while I'm he had 175 that, points. Do you have that in front of you, or are you guessing?
1: I'm working I'm
0: on guess hmm. it, guessing. Hold on, Brother Beavis. Years yeah, the internet but was- I
1: mean, yeah, I mean, you could. I think his nickname was what Pesto Bismo or something he yeah,
0: name- yeah. Uh, <laughs> I never heard uh- that. <laughs> I mean, the stories. <laughs> The stories with him, I mean, he was not one of my favorite characters in the early books because he, you know, he kind of kicked the X Men's butt or whatever. And like Brother Beaver said, you know, right. to defeat him, I they think had it was this real. real from
1: dude yeah, they
0: kind of had a good Marvel yeah. team up kind of moment or whatever to defeat him. But it was just like yeah. you know, it's, I mean, it really just was like, oh, it's a Sentinel that's pocket sized, you know, a regular human size. He was just stronger, you know. But the stories weren't compelling because his purpose wasn't you know, I guess totally fleshed out other than she showed
1: up from the future and
2: Yeah. And yeah. What the little i found, from the yeah. I don't know if this is an it. Italian stallion, but I believe I've found Nimrod's uh <laughs> card. Uh-oh. He's remarkable fighting, excellent agility, what? unearthly what? strength, and shift X endurance. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. So,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah! yeah like, his endurance or something. You, you
2: ain't never gonna yeah. beat this cat.
1: That's more he only than hundred and fifty. Yeah. Yeah,
0: He has two hundred. points. say it again. Yeah.
2: So he has he only has amazing body armor, but he has an unearthly force field.
1: Mm. Uh-huh. yeah, Yeah. Oh, yeah. all <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I think
1: she I'm gonna send you
0: off in the background. So enough for me. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Terrible. Uh, so yeah. He, uh, okay. So so Nimrod's a bad MF Even from 1980, whatever. He was a bad yeah, MF. Okay.
1: 1989.
0: <laughs> the number. Nice. All right. So at the church, there's the battle going on. Cardinal. This is the part that I thought was funny, and I have a a, a love note on here. That he had, he took, he ate a um, uh, an apocalypse seed to overcome yeah. his genetic disposition. I was like, <laughs> I was like, What? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Because he was breeding yeah, as a pacifist. Him. Yeah, got that seed, and so he ate a freaking pill that will kill him, but will allow him to kill other people because you know he's the cardinal, and he could. Yeah, I thought that was kind of that mm-hmm. was kind of the, the um uh, uh, but that's said. it. But anyway. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, I put in here, my note says, uh, Cardinal got drunk muscles. He's like, oh, okay, now I'm bad. I'm gonna kick everybody's ass because I took this seed. Um, Sentinels show up and, uh, Zorn, who's ready to die for whatever reason, he's biggie smalls, and the Sentinels show up and, you know, they're ready to kill them, but we switch back out and well, now we get Wolverine, uh, this Duglock Krakoa, and they're on the real mission or whatever, trying to find out when Nimrod went online. They're trying to figure out what that point was and if they can get to that Iron point to not yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. to not go online at Skynet, then they can change the future. And uh, yeah, again, Nimrod discovers them yeah. that they're there and that they're tinkering around in there, and he heads out in that direction, and there's a huge like battle that'll come up there. But they were there to get some sort of crystal, you know, that's what they took out, some little crystal or whatever, that's what they needed and then Nimrod shows mm-hmm. up and blows up everybody, really. You see Wolverine really take a huge hit there. and um, A huge hit. A huge hit. You can't, you <laughs> <yeah>. can't have <laughs> yeah, a future
2: past story without Wolverine's uh, skeleton being exposed at some point. Yeah.
0: It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is wild. I mean, he it's took
2: a, a,
3: a huge, tradition now. huge
0: shot. Yeah, and, uh-huh. um, Nimrod's like, oh, whatever y'all have there, that's old data. You know, and it's machine lore is what he's cars. Like, I'm not even sure why y'all are in this part of the place, you know, uh, alluding to the fact that there's other things in there that they could be dealing with. But um, it switches back to the other battle. Uh, Cardinal is dead. Zorn is about to be dead. Uh, the Sentinels are there. And then they go into this thing about there's a singularity in Zorn's helmet or mask or whatever. And she's like, bitch, you won't open that. And he's like, bitch, I will. And she does, uh, Rasputin does, <laughs> and it brings out like a whole black hole of some sort and you know, it it takes is, care yeah. of that part of the battle. Um, but like, the real lead up to the, the close of the book is what's happening back in the temple or whatever with the battle between Nimrod, Apocalypse now, and Wolverine. And
1: the mission it's is not a battle. <laughs> it's attempted to do these. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. This, is, this um, is like
2: a four horsemen beat down off Dusty Road back in the day pretty much. Uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a it's he a, a one on attack. And that, it's oh, like, you Nimrod, and that's what I'm saying, is like I never remember did Nimrod have the ability to split himself into
3: duplicates or whatever. He like could do basically whatever he wanted to. Yeah, if, <laughs>
1: if he was he yeah, go ahead. What whatever the whatever it was necessary to win or to defeat mutants, I mean it just had like a was like a super adaptoid slash terminator
0: mm-hmm. kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I mean, you know, apocalypse and he kinda to Apocalypse too, Oh, the Mr. Survivor of the Fitness, you're here or whatever. Like, okay. And the the choice becomes was... like Yeah. <laughs> the choice becomes like Wolverine <laughs> as he's healing very mightily from this thing I and mean, then you see exposed adamantium and everything you know he's like okay I'm gonna go he's like no you go that's the thing you know I'll be right behind you Apocalypse tells him like well more, trust it, us. More. He ain't, yeah he ain't coming behind him yeah exactly and Krakoa opens <laughs> up a spot and he you know Wolverine is off to go to wherever he goes and Apocalypse stays behind to fight but it's really not much of a fight it's a beat down really? for sure well, he blows yeah, he yeah, I mean, yeah, it, he gets one of them. Yeah, I mean, just but the only? Yeah, what the funny? got only only, <laughs> 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 only only. The only the, the funny thing is, is you rarely get a chance to see Apocalypse go off like this because he is fighting against you know kind of human mutants, mm-hmm. uh, and you rarely get a chance to see him like kind of cut loose. And you know it's good to kind of see that or whatever, but he doesn't get a lot of offense. He tries. But even Apocalypse mm-hmm. can't take it with this, and uh, he gets beat up pretty good. Um, and so Wolverine has the crystal, and he meets up with Moira McTaggart. And so to throw back to what we know, remember Moria Number has, nine. Yeah, life number, number nine. nine. Moira mm-hmm. has all these lives that she's gone through, and this is the ninth version. And she's been... It, uh, would y'all say she is the mother character that they alluded to?
1: That's my oh. explanation.
0: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that would have been my thought. And so, you know, whatever Apocalypse did, is like he's going to infuse her with this crystal, and he puts it in her chest, and she gets whatever information that she's going to need at that point in time. And remember, her reincarnation powers allows her to die, but remember everything that she happened in her previous life. So all of this information is, you know, put in that crystal, put inside her, yes. And so when she is reborn again, which I'm sure we'll see in House of X, the next issue, she will have all this information from this particular future for them to make whatever decisions that they need to make so this Nimrod future doesn't happen. Um, and well, so, it you know, happen. yeah, <laughs> the, the, the machines are inevitable. I mean, we, we, yeah, it right, keeps coming right. up. Like, this is inevitable,
3: you know. Again, again, I mean, yeah.
0: Yeah. And I skipped over a part in there too, where even Nimrod is just like, you know, he says that, and he's also like, you know, I'm not sure even why that the mutants are even trying to save the humans. Like there's just there's no point of this. Like it really but isn't. Humans are human yeah. cattle. Yeah. Again, a matrix weapon. I mean, it really is. You know. And it is. yeah. Yeah. All right. And so the vampires, she gets. Up. Too. Yeah, so he's like, all right, so yeah, you have all that information, he's like, all right, well, that's next, uh, you must die, the, the exact term was, and uh, he to send you on your way, uh, you have nothing left here to see, and snicked, and she goes, this is what you do, and she kills him, ends, her, ends life number nine for Moyer, the end, and, um, you know, the, the end quote there is from Apocalypse, and, you know, and should forever end, let me die in battle surrounded by my fallen enemies with the blood on my sword and that's the end of uh, Powers 3. Um, again, on the reread, I thought, I was like, oh, you know what? It does still feel a little bit like filler trying to get us from one point to the other, but yeah, I didn't feel yeah. it... Uh, yeah, I didn't feel it as much filler as it was when I initially read it, you know, kind of so going back yeah. around the room, Hutch, you know, you're brought back in and you read a whole bunch of them all at once. Kinda, what's your thought? Well, Tom, I
1: mean... It's kind of, like I said, it is kind of different, given Maureen McTaggart some, I mean, she's always been around as far as we've been reading them, as far as I've been reading them, and you mm-hmm. kind of know, I just, she was just really Professor X I piece, slash, mm-hmm. you know, uh, mutant studier, mm-hmm. so, but now, just making her the, the main, whatever, the mother of mutants, I guess, makes kind of interesting, I'll go mm-hmm. for it, why not?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing like any X book we've been reading for the four years we've been doing this podcast. Saying, man, what's your thought? Because you, last week you didn't get a chance to read the book, so I know you probably went back yeah. and caught up. What's your
3: thought? I think we're yes. almost, what, six issues in or five issues in now? Uh, something five, yeah. Um, I liked it. It's, uh, I mean, it's continuing the story, and then as uh, one of you said earlier, this is the first one we've had, and we stay in this timeline, and so they kind of explore it and explain at least a little bit of it. Uh, what's going on? I mean, it's uh, it's starting to um, fit into the story, kind of, uh, what they're trying to do with Moira, and, you know, um, Miss Immortal, basically. Uh, uh, just over and over again, they're just kind of, you know, giving her more information and then sending her on to her next life, basically. And uh, that's kind of the backbone of this whole series right now. They're trying to figure out a way to brush off inevitability, <laughs> basically. Um, yeah. I don't think this is. I didn't enjoy it as quite as much as the other ones. I, um, I mean, but it's it's still. Uh, I'll still give it a thumbs up. I still uh, like what I read. Well, so, yeah. was I was reading this and kind of jotting my
0: notes and looking from my previous ones, every note I have on the side of my pages here is how they get to the end. What is the end game here, though? Like because the setup is so good, I just don't know if you can stick the landing. Because I, you know, and again, at least they, at least we. Are intrigued enough to read it, but sticking the landing on this to make it make sense all around, that's going to be right there. Good so, luck. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Good luck. Because the hallmark of these major crossovers is you end up not that far from where you started. And um, <laughs> one of the things... <laughs> <laughs> yes. one, of the, one of the things they have said is, like, you know, their goal here is to break off rules and this brave new world and all that. So I think that's... A, a very reasonable concern, um, because I think we, we've talked about how the, the fundamental setup of just like everyone, hey, everyone loves Johnny Storm, but hates hey, a mutant with the exact same powers. So it just it just doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. I think they've got to bring well, that down in some them. way. Um, I think the the one thing they've done a little bit different in this one is they they've hinged more on the evolution angle than the racism angle, mm-hmm. and. I mean, right. so the, the path they showed us is if you go down this route with uh, humans embracing machines, they just end up getting, uh, at best, absorbed into this galactic consciousness. So there's no, there's not even a win there. So I don't know. And and the thing I, that I still have in the back of my head is, like, the titles they've announced with, you know, Kitty the Pirate in some different world. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I have no idea how we get to there <laughs> from here. So yeah. I'm, I'm, at this point, I'm just trying to suppress that and enjoy the story. And if I, you know, usually we get like a six-part story that you get to issue five before it even, you know, makes sense or sets anything up. Mm-hmm. And the fact that like right. they've built this world in a sense and brought us to this point, and they've they've kind of they've kind of fleshed out like three three uh, kind of distinct stories. I, I mean, I I appreciate the pacing. And the development and the newness of it, and so the story itself, I'm I'm still all in.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's been like an interesting ride for sure, and I just I just can't, and because we've been burned so many times, yeah. because we've known that many series tend to not do much of anything, uh, or they'll do something and then at Train the end. Yeah, well, that too. And then at the end, they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, you know, whatever happened didn't happen. It was just, you know, like outside of yeah. continuity, or they'll retcon it, you oh, know, so three, re- the or three months later. You yeah. Know. It just becomes yeah. like something, you know, it's just something. it just becomes something. It's snow globe. And, yep, exactly. And so <laughs> now you're starting to wonder, <laughs> you know, now you're starting to wonder, like, okay, what is, yeah, what is your end game here? What timeline are we going to end up working with here? We're we going to be in year ten, one, ten, hundred, or a thousand, you know. And well yeah, uh, three. That, and in that, mm-hmm. and that, in the comic yeah. book sales, they'll have all three of them. Well, and I understand that too, and but I just don't. For it seems like, and I think I saw the solicits for November or whatever. You know, those books are churning out. You know, X Force, the Marauders, and Kitty Pryde, and all those things. I'm like, so are those. Are those
1: miniseries,
0: and why is there, you know, there's there's a standard X Men book, but it doesn't look like a standard X Men team. So I, I I don't know what the ending is, and I think that's the part that probably scares me the most, and which is probably it's the, part they don't the part, even yeah. Well, God, you would hope that they wouldn't. They would though, Hodge, because they've. This is really the first. This is really the first. They're throwing time shit on the
1: wall to see what will see.
0: Yeah, but this is the first time in however many years that Marvel, DC, or excuse me, Marvel, Marvel Disney or whatever controls the X Men properties in both comic and other uh, forms of media. And so I think, I think if, if, whether it was stated explicitly or not, is that
3: when it wasn't
0: under their control. That's why the books were like, yeah, you know, they, were, they had that edict they couldn't create new characters. You know, and it was just a rehash of everything that you knew before, just, you know, it with a different brush. This is a completely, this is not even painting with a brush. This is, you know, sculpting with clay and trying to do something completely different. And so you would hope when they're done with it, moving forward, it'll look different. I just, I, I don't know. And I think that's the part that scares me the most because I'm like, man, I'm really enjoying these books. How are you going to fuck it up? That's kind of where I'm at, because that's just what we've been used to at this point in time. Right,
1: um, like, yeah, I, I have the same feeling that Brother Beavis has. This is, a, this is a lost thing, or lost series that starts off great, and then by the end, it's, you're all dead, and mm-hmm. you just don't make... Maybe one character comes out of this, out of the whole series. I mean, more of a than the Taggart is now goes from the D level up to E plus, I don't
3: know,
1: E mm-hmm. minus, I don't know. <laughs> Professor X is still a, a dangling. Agido is <clears throat> a big gigantic loser. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that's what it all figures out the-
0: Well I you know, one thing I did and my other note I had in here too, like about the Wolverine getting crushed there, is that this is like one of the first relaunches of the X Men in the last, I don't know, ten plus years that hasn't made Wolverine any kind of focus whatsoever. I mean, he has very limited dialogue, and they keep him, like, in a box. And I'm like, well, that's a welcome change. You know, instead of putting Wolverine down our throat, um, yeah, it's a welcome change. So, Mm -hmm. Okay. That's good, y'all. That's, you know, uh, issue number, what, four for us for this season. Like I said, this season is probably going to just be us going through this freaking Hickman relaunch. There's going to be I what I guess twelve total books. Something like that. Um yeah, so a book Brothers a week. Yeah. yeah, twelve books. So mm-hmm. it's seasonal uh, being extended or whatever, and it leads us right into the relaunch books, which again, uh some of them are not inspiring to say the least. Um but we'll we'll get through it as we can. Um Brothers Comics Business Oh uh, uh Dragontown. Uh that's next weekend, yes. Yeah. DragonCon yeah, next weekend, yeah. DragonCon, uh, there's all kinds of cons going on this weekend too. Besides D23, there's like one in Canada. Uh, we got one of our associates; she's going to uh, uh what the Keystone Comic Con on First Sunday. Time? No Keystone Comic Con uh, in Philly. No, um, one of these I used to do uh, the Riverdale podcast with. She lives out there, and uh, I applied for a media badge for her, and she got it, so she's going to Keystone Comic Con. Um, but yeah, it's just a lot of, a lot of that con business here for the fall. So yeah, so we got that coming. Um, that's really about it. I think. so yeah, alright, so we're good. Mm-hmm. So remember, you're ready to find this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, you can find me, the producer at Brothers Comics on Facebook, Instagram, and, t- uh, Twitter. Find Sandman at Sandman415 on Facebook and, uh, Twitter. Right? Yeah uh brother beavers and big hutch are in the ether man so you're b- b- back in the podcast hutch man well how's it feel riding the horse
1: mm-hmm. inside i don't to do this for another nine or ten episodes <laughs> <or six or laughs> one a week are you
0: yeah. That shit yeah it's it's been it's been <laughs> rough uh one of our listeners said, like, he's like, I'm just going to, y'all's podcast made me want to just wait for the trade paperback. And I'm like, I could totally understand <laughs> that. <it more." laughs> yeah. like, I can totally understand that. Yeah, It wasn't an insult to us. It was just like how this book is coming out. It's just like it's so piece of meal. It's like, man, I'm just going to wait oh, yeah. for the trade. You know, and I'm like, I could totally understand <laughs> that because it, it is a, it's been a slow process or whatever. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm digging it. I'm digging it for sure. All right. So, um, is that it? Any other? Did I miss any other news, events? That was mainly it.
1: was a lot of stuff, but that was mainly it. Yeah, I know.
0: We're we're a little over an hour, so we're we're good. As long as we do one book, we can keep this thing at an hour. It's those multiple books that gets us to one forty five. So we're good. All right. So as the X Men, the animated music begins to play us out again. As the producer of this podcast, I'm signing off. Uh, Sandman, go ahead and sign off. Alright people, we will see you on the next episode. Yes, we'll be around next week for House of X three, I guess.
2: Uh Brother Beavis. Uh yeah, looking forward
0: to the next issue. See you guys next time. Oh yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's it. Sure. House of X. Um and then uh Arch, man. go ahead and sign off. Don't get fired. Oh uh, yeah. Everybody
1: have a good weekend.
0: Yeah, for sure. And uh, Florida people got stay dry tropical depression or whatever, right? All right. And everybody, we'll see you on the other side. Take it easy. Peace. 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 109. Perfect. Yep. 109. That's good. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect, perfect, perfect. I
2: love it. Good to have you on here, Hutch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Welcome back to the poll. Yeah, I feel friend. like it was kind of That's interesting the time, right?
0: Yeah, I know, like, I, was, I was waiting for you to, like, start ripping it. It's like, I don't know why y'all like this shit. I was really waiting for it. <laughs> I'm uh, kind of uh, I'm I thought you were going to do that, too. It's, it's, I, I mean, uh, it, uh, yeah. it's, a, it's all right. Uh, I it's, mean. But, yeah. but it always, it is, it's a big, gigantic
1: what-if book. That's what it's, it's going to be. None of uh, this shit going
2: to matter. <laughs> the thing I've said a couple times is, You know, we've asked for something like this for so long in the last four years that we're finally kind of getting what we asked for, so you've got to be kind of open to it.